Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. This time, let's catch up with one of the organizations in Portland that is really successful at helping out the addicted and homeless. Let's talk with Union Gospel Mission. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Jason Christensen. Jason is the Executive Director of the Union Gospel Mission. Hey there, Jason. Welcome back to Let's Talk Portland. Thank you, Gary, for having me. Appreciate the opportunity. So give me an update on what's been happening with Union Gospel Mission lately. Well, first of all, I just want to really thank uh, the public for their response to our Operation Overcoat that we just conducted over the last two months. And that um, because of people's generosity, we were able to distribute over 600 backpacks to our homeless uh, neighbors and uh, equipping them with, you know, coats. And, uh, and, and and warm shoes and boots and gloves, things that they will need to get to the elements this winter. So we're really grateful for um, how people came through for that. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that too. Did, was this the first time you've been able to do Operation Overcoat in person? Uh, well, you know, what we did uh, is, uh, it, is we have uh, gone mobile in that we have taken the items to, uh, to people in the camp on um, where they were in the tent cities, but also distributed from our location downtown in Old Town as well. And what's coming up for the holidays? It, it's hard to believe, but the holidays are right around the corner. <laughs> they, they are here. Well, uh, for Thanksgiving, uh, we're going to be serving our traditional Thanksgiving meal with turkey and all the fixing at our location downtown. This is uh, the first time in two years, be, you know, uh, because of the pandemic, we weren't able to do this. But now it's the first time we're going to be able to open up our dining room so guests can actually come in, sit down, uh, eat if they'd like. And um, we're going to uh, plan on serving 300 meals on a first-come, first-served basis. And uh, we're also going to um, serve a traditional Thanksgiving dinner at our overnight winter shelter with our church partner, Central Nazarene, over in Southeast Portland as well. So the folks that access emergency shelter at night uh, the cold weather shelter will be able to get a meal there as well. Um, in addition to the holiday meals, uh, we're putting together 900 Thanksgiving food baskets that will include a voucher for turkey or ham uh, and veggies, and then all the sides and the dessert for a complete meal for that will serve a family of six. And these will mostly be distributed through uh, our church partners and other nonprofits that are that work with low-income families. Uh, and then Christmas will come around and we'll do the same thing again. 
Well, it sounds like you've got some big plans for the holidays. That's really great. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, it's nice to be able to work also with the, again our, like our, our nonprofit and church partners as well, because uh, you know Union Gospel Mission is known for serving our homeless brothers and sisters, but also there are people who are housed that are you know have been stretched by inflation, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and don't have the ability to to have these things to celebrate a meal. And so, uh, again, with our partners, we're able to get baskets into their hands as well. Tell me about what you're seeing with the uh, population that you work with. I mean, we're just coming out of a pandemic. Some people are still uh, deeply involved in the pandemic. You know, it's really affecting their lives still. And as soon as we start getting some normalcy back, inflation hits and it's just... Gosh, tell me what's going on. Well, you know, there's that there there's that certainly that pressure that that's working on you know, again those families that are living paycheck to paycheck, uh, and that and uh, the lack of affordable housing or you know uh, uh, for folks might leave them either couch surfing you know with with family uh, or friends, or some will eventually be reduced to you know, maybe living in their vehicles and that. And so we certainly want to be there uh, to support them in their time of need. Um, and again, if we can, you know, sometimes it's the little things, if we can provide, you know, like like the, the, the meals and things like that, that to keep their expenses uh, in check, uh, to keep them where they are in a safe, secure location, then we're, we're happy to do that, provide that service. We're talking today with Jason Christensen, Executive Director of the Union Gospel Mission. Jason, I know you've been with the mission for, what, two years now, two and a half years? Coming up on two years, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me about some of the history with Union Gospel Mission. It's, you guys have been around for a long time. We're actually, we'll be coming up on 100 years, believe it or not. Um, that's, <laughs> in, in, it's interestingly, is the problems that existed when we were founded are still with us today. You know, people struggling with addiction. Um, poverty and houselessness, um, that they are still with us today. And so uh, we continue to do what we do. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're a faith-based organization, you know, when we, we believe that, you know, and when scripture tells us that the poor will always be with us, we see that we see that not as a burden, but as opportunity to share love for our neighbor. And so we will continue to, with our ministry. How do you do that? Uh, search and rescue is a big part of that, isn't it? I'm glad you asked that, Gary. Thank you. Um, and I think this is the, the, the most important. I think one of the best kept secrets that 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 is out there. Um, it's our mobile outreach where we actually go out and visit the camps and the tent cities all across the Portland metro area. The neat thing about search and rescue is. Um, is developing the relationships. Uh, what I'd love to see in going out there is that our volunteers and our staff know the people out in the camps on a name-to-name basis, and they know us on a name-to-name basis. And um, a lot of times, people who find themselves in situations where they're houseless really have a deep distrust of people. Um, life has not been kind to them. And so they are skeptical, uh, anybody who's offering help. And when we are there and they, 
when we get the opportunity to develop relationship with them, we can develop trust. And that has led to a lot of things. It can be simple things, uh, you know, just a referral to, um, it might be the VA uh, or somebody might have a, be eligible for social security benefits they didn't realize they had. Uh, and that can put them on a path of self-sufficiency. It could be a thing like getting an ID or getting access to medical appointments. We see our, our role and responsibility is coming alongside and helping them navigate what can be a very complex system of services. Here's the neat thing. Last year, we were able to help 259 individuals get off the streets. That's 259 fewer tents that are out there because of our search and rescue mobile outreach services. People are now living in permanent supportive housing because Union Gospel Mission was there, developed the rapport with them, developed trust, and was able to get them off the streets and into services. That is something that uh, should be shouted from the rooftops. That's really incredible. And, and like you say, that's uh, maybe a best-kept secret that should not be a secret any longer. Well, and I, I really appreciate the efforts of the city and the county. I know that they are, you know, they allocated $18 million last fall for, um, for uh, tiny home villages. that They were going to set up six villages. I know they've got one of them operating. Um, that won't, that is meaningful to anybody who can get into those, into those camp arrangements and into those tiny home settings. Um, that's going to accommodate about 300 to 400 people. Uh, Union Gospel Mission, simply just through the efforts of volunteers um, in going out in the villages, we're able to, to do similar, uh, have a similar impact, and we were get almost 260 people off of the streets and into permanent supportive housing. With Search and Rescue, what is that uh, relationship building like? How do you get started with that, and how long does it take? Sometimes it starts with just a simple peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a cup of coffee. Um, That's really what it is. Um, We will go into the camps uh, with our van, light on top, and so people know, we'll, we'll announce that we're there. And open up the van, set out a table, and and um, and you know distribute the sack lunches, um, and make coffee available um, or something to drink. Uh, and um, you know, a lot of times, you know, and even people think this is like a, only a cold weather event. No, this is this is something that we do year round. We'll make cold beverages available. Um, uh, and some clean clothing, you know, during during the, the the warm weather months and that. But it's just it's those opportunities for just to come and talk. Hey, what's your name? How are you doing? You know, um, where would you like to see yourself? Uh, is this where you want to be? Where would you like to see yourself in six months? And how can we help you get there? We want to help you do that. How can we do that for you? That's where it begins. The generosity goes a long ways and just getting to know somebody's name and using their name when you speak to them, that just shows such dignity, first of all. And think about your own personal experience. When somebody knows your name and addresses you by name, you feel uh, almost honored to be around them and, and, and it's like they've become a friend. I think you hit the nail on the head, Gary. Uh, the word dignity is so important. And when you can 
call somebody by their first name or, you know, I was there last week and I see you again and I remembered your name. Uh, that is so meaningful for people who, again, as I've mentioned before, life has been unkind to them. Um, whatever may have happened, uh, that they have found themselves in their current situation, uh, for someone to, to recognize them as a human being. Um, we have become a very calloused culture. We will drive by and we will see tents and we might scoff. Um, we might see the trash accumulating there and think, oh, you know, if that wasn't there anymore. But inside those tents are human beings. I like to think of, <laughs> you know, anytime you go by uh, a scrapyard, um, every car that is in there started off with zero miles on the odometer. Every vehicle had that new car smell. Um, and it's almost the same with human beings. Something happened to them. Um, this person came into this world innocent and, um, and we don't know what circumstances led them to where they are now living this life, you know, um, you know, maybe in a tent or in their car, um, ostracized from family, uh, cast away in that. And to be able to speak to somebody on a name to name basis says, I recognize you and I appreciate you who you are. And I feel for you and your struggle. How can I help you? It goes such a long way. I would assume the people you work with in search and rescue sometimes just feel forgotten. But no question. There's yeah. no question. And, um, and I think of two, especially the female population who are, are terrified. Um, it is a very dangerous place to be. And there's a lot of exploitation that takes place. And um, it's sometimes a hard conversation to have and explain it to others, but what counts as currency for living on the streets um, is awful to think about how women, what they have to do just to, to survive and protect themselves. Um, and so that's why we're really grateful that uh, we've been very fortunate to have female outreach workers who can connect with uh, women who are living on the streets who have are a little more trustful of them than they would be if they are male volunteers and workers. That Yeah, that makes a lot of sense right there. We're talking today with Jason Christensen, Executive Director of Union Gospel Mission. So uh, let's talk about life change. You have a, a program called Life Change for Men, Women, and Children. Uh, tell me about that in the Union Gospel Mission. We do, and that is for um, a lot of folks who are ready to come off the streets um, and, um, and, and, and put themselves on a track that uh, will get them to become more self-reliant. And what we offer is really a safe healing place for folks. Um, it pulls them out of that vortex of uh, addiction or homelessness. It may be abuse. Somebody might be fleeing a situation, domestic violence. It pulls them out of that, and uh, so they're no longer having to worry about just surviving. You know, I, I used the term earlier in, in our conversation about paycheck to paycheck. 
there are people that are living on the streets that are living minute by minute. Um, and it, it, it is a case of survival for a lot of folks. And by being in life change, uh, they are then afforded a safe healing environment where they're cared for and loved on by our staff and volunteers. And then through the course of their stay there, which can be up to two years, um, they can get uh, life skills training to where they can make better decisions uh, for themselves, um, be it financial decisions, uh, relationship decisions, um, and to, um, again, put themselves in a position to be successful so when they do leave our program, they are equipped to sustain themselves and not fall back into that cycle of poverty, addiction, or abuse. It's really important to try to break that cycle, isn't it? It is. And we also want to create some normalcy. And I, you know, like with the holidays coming down, I, I tell you, I was at our women's program last night, last night being Halloween. And it was, it was so much fun because uh, we had volunteers that come in earlier and put together gift bags and these baskets with the gift bags. And in each of the rooms, the moms the, and the residents were able to um, entertain our, our trick-or-treating children that were coming through. And um, it's, you know, for a child who may have been going from couch to couch or living in a car, living in a tent, to experience what other kids get to experience was just, it was really a joy to see. And we, we call it happy noise. Yeah, there's a lot of sugar that's involved with it. But um, it was just so delightful to see the children being kids uh, and getting to do kids things. It's probably not all that often they get to be kids if, if they don't have a, a secure place to live. They don't. And, you know, the, the holidays are really, they're a hard time um, for folks. And it can, it, it can be kind of tricky. It can be a reminder that, um, you know, of their economic circumstances, or maybe again, they were in a domestic violence situation. Um, and so we want to, again, we, we want to provide that safe healing environment for them and to let them know that they're loved and that, yeah, life can get back to normal. This is what, this is how life should be for you. It shouldn't be living moment to moment, paycheck to paycheck, that you can not just survive, but thrive. You guys have a, 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 are building a new center for homeless women and children. Um, talk to me about that. It's a, it's a new facility. We are. It's over at 185th, and uh, we, we broke ground on it back in June. And um, right now we're going through the excavation process and laying the foundation. And uh, come this January, we're very excited that the, uh, uh, we'll start. You'll start to see uh, concrete being poured and uh, steel coming out of the ground. The great thing about this is it's going to double our capacity to serve our homeless women and their children. Um, and uh, we will begin. We will see um, with this new facility um, over the course of a decade, two thousand women and their kids served through Women's Life Change out there. When do you expect those doors to open? January of 2023. Oh, so not Excuse that... me, 2024. Okay. 2024. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not too far away. <laughs> that, you guys that, are that building be... fast. 
<laughs> my building manager scratching his head. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> but still, even in about a year and a half time, that's not. That's a pretty good. Uh, yeah. It's pretty fast. We're very excited about it. it it'll. It's going to be. A, it'll be. A, you know, obviously, a new modern uh, structure in that, and uh, we'll be able to. You know, we're, we're grateful for our current facility in that, but it is an aging facility, and we are limited in our capacity. Or we can only serve so many women and their kids. This will double our ability to do that. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Union Gospel Mission is a, a nonprofit five hundred one c three. So tell me, where does your funding come from? It comes from the generosity of uh, people um, uh, throughout the Portland metro area and those who believe in the mission and what we do and serve. Um, we don't, uh, we aren't the recipient of any federal uh, or state uh, or local tax dollars. Uh, it really comes down to the generosity of individuals, uh, companies, and foundations. And the generosity of people in the area, that's, that's really great. And, and volunteers are kind of along the same lines, right? You've got a lot of volunteers. Uh, tell me about your volunteers. We do, and they're key. And I also want, I want to recognize, too, um, some of our important church partners. Uh, one, and, and because we're actually opening tonight. Tonight we'll uh, open up the cold weather season. And uh, Central Nazarene Church in Southeast Portland has been a wonderful partner. They open up their sanctuary every night, and uh, that allows us to bring in 35 to 40 people who are uh, out on the streets needing emergency shelter, just want to come and get out of the elements. And so we staff it with volunteers, um, and also we also have a couple of Union Gospel Mission staff members. We will help check people in, get them set up with their, with their um, pads and blankets and that, um, and, uh, oversee things to the night and then send them off in the morning with a little breakfast and coffee and that, and then we'll come back the next night and do it all over again. And, uh, so we're really grateful that, uh, people have, you know, being like central Nazarene opening up their doors to help our houseless neighbors. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's amazing. Really. Um, and this will go on through the end of March, too. Uh, again, okay. it starts tonight, and we'll go through the end of March. I was seeing on the news this morning the kind of uh, winter outlook forecast for this upcoming winter, and it looks a little wet, apparently, especially uh, through the end of, of 2022. And then come 2023, there's a pretty good chance of snow in January and February. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's And so, it, and that's where we'll really be, you know, relying upon, again, like our partner organizations like Central Nazarene and having volunteers come in and assist us with those overnight shelters. The Union Gospel Mission is having a, a winter clothing drive in association with one of our Odyssey radio stations, 105.1 The Buzz. Um, tell me about the winter clothing drive. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Uh, and we're actually having, we're going to do a collection at uh, Washington Square Mall. Uh, it'll be uh, not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday, November 12th. Uh, from noon to two, and so any uh, gently used coats, uh, warm shoes, boots, uh, we would love to uh, take them in. If they're just sitting in your closet, taking up space, uh, we know we can we can put them to good use. So uh, that would yes, that would be a Saturday, November twelfth at Washington Square Mall. What are some of the items you need most? I've always heard that uh, socks tend to be one of the most desired uh, items. 
Yes, socks and uh, coffee, um, because we will actually use that to go out and search and rescue. Uh, and we'll use that at our um, uh, warm weather shelter. Uh, blankets, sleeping bags, uh, coats, warm shoes and boots are really the, the key items for us. We've got about a minute to go. Tell me about where people can find out more information, whether they would like to volunteer with your organization or maybe if they need some help. Let us know where we can get some more information. Yes, uh, in, our website is our hub. And so, um, and there's a list of opportunities where we need volunteers, um, especially over the holidays. Um, we could use help at our downtown location um, and also at our thrift store. Thrift stores are a great program where um, people in our life change program get work therapy. They learn how we uh, operate the business in that and um, they're able to get some time in. But uh, we also can sometimes be a little overwhelmed with uh, people's generosity, their donation of clothes and household items. So we could always use volunteers um, at our thrift store location in Tigard. Um, and, and as always, uh, we could always use uh, uh, cash. Uh, if, if people um, wish to donate, um, they can go to our website at ugmportland.org and make a contribution there. Or again, find out about volunteer opportunities to, where if you want to, donate your time, you can do that as well. Yeah, ugmportland.org is a great place to go just to catch up on Union Gospel Mission and, and look at some great stories. And, and It's a great website and a big donate button. Don't forget that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been great, Jason. Thank you so much for being on the show, as always. We get a chance to talk Thank every you, couple times a year. Yeah, it's we always, appreciate the opportunity. It's always great to chat with you. We've been talking Thank today you with, so much. We've been talking with Jason Christensen, Executive Director of Union Gospel Mission. Thanks again. Thank you. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.